This episode of the TCIA podcast is brought to you by Kopma Cranes, the most competitive knuckle boom crane for the tree care industry. Unleash your full potential with Kopma for tree care. Kopma Cranes are built for heavy duty applications with the best hydraulic technology to maximize your reach and lifting capacity like never before. Kotma's tech team, together with the unique know-how of tree care professionals, has developed the ultimate top-range cranes models for grapple saw applications. Extra functions to the tip with no diverter valves are making it ready for the grapple saw. Kotma represents the edge of mechatronic innovation thanks to superior oil flow with 5 8 inch hoses directly to the grapple. A true 100% stability at 360 degrees angle with the possibility of Kotma Remote Connectivity 4.0, a unique GPRS communication for diagnosis and remote adjustment of parameters in real time. Kotma cranes have been built since the 60s with the highest grades of steel resistance and the most reliable and advanced Italian design and engineering made to outperform an intensive use in the field. Visit cpsgroup.com for more information or contact your local Kotma dealer. Samson is excited to introduce V24, the next level in premium double braided climbing lines, providing high strength and low stretch. V24 was engineered so the core and the cover work in unison, ensuring the same high quality and performance that you have come to expect from all Samson products. In addition, V24 provides excellent knot holding, foot locking, and works seamlessly with climbing hardware. Available in 11mm, 12mm, and 13mm, all sizes are CEEN 1891 certified. For more information on V24, visit samsonrope.com or contact your local supplier. Bobcat small articulated loaders fit within tight boundaries and they work beyond the limits. Their impressive lifting capabilities are housed in a machine that easily works inside fenced in landscapes, small lots and more. They're the ultimate tools for tree care professionals. A tight turning articulation joint allows precise maneuverability and a telescoping lift arm on the L28 model extends your reach to grab or dump materials in tricky areas. An automatic turf safe traction mode limits the chance of cutting into the turf while you work. The wide variety of Bobcat attachments helps you handle whatever the job dishes out, whether it's moving logs, digging, hauling dirt, or clearing snow. With Bobcat quality, comfort, and performance, this machine fits right in and rises to the challenge every time. To learn more about small articulated loaders or to check out the full Bobcat compact loader lineup, visit bobcat.com or see your local dealer. Hi, I'm Brian Dalton. I'm the Director of Training and Credentialing here at TCIA. I've been with the organization for two years and happy to make a difference in the education space. Awesome. Cool. It's great to have you on, Brian. I think I just want to get straight into it. I know we've been running ads for the online learning um, for like two months now in the podcast. And I think what we've really forgotten to do is actually explain what online learning is. I know you gave me the script to record for my 30 seconds of, of, you know, going on, but I think really we should go back to the start. I think a lot of our members are so used to doing the paper testing um, the mail-in testing, and when you kind of came in, you changed up a lot of that 
status quo. And I'm just curious as to why did we did we go from paper testing solely to now moving towards a, a solely online platform? It's a great question. The question really leads to the answer, which is simple. It's bringing us up to speed with how people learn today. That old school model was best practice back in the day when we didn't have access to the web that we do today. So the web provides a great vehicle for people to be able to access things, specifically information and education. We've seen a lot of colleges and university go to online courses. Um, we are really stepping in line with that. Now, I wanna be clear, the written tests and the paper manuals were not the whole training package, nor will the online content and online testing be the total package for learning. There's another very tangible piece that really needs to be highlighted here, and that's the application of the concepts and the information that is learned in these other vehicles. So that happens on the job with a mentor. So as somebody who's been here for two years, you've had to inherit oh God, 80 years worth of courses and designs and decisions, and you've had to modernize them in a span of a two-year time period. With that probably came a lot of difficulties and challenges. What kind of things did you experience as you were doing that? Well, there is so much to unpack here. Uh, the biggest elephant in the room is being that guy responsible for changing everything. Uh, what everybody knows and what everybody has, has been comfortable with is now being pulled out from underneath them a little bit. And managing um, the, the motivation of change is, is probably the most difficult part. From the technical aspects of the education piece is what I inherited was a ton of fantastic content uh, in a variety of different versions, uh, updates. I, I had the opportunity to be really blessed with the fact that the Tree Care Academy content was recently refreshed and, and uplifted to be current uh, with standards and practices of today. Then it became really a technical move. Uh, I realized very quickly that what was going to be needed was a, a true course designer to be able to take the two-dimensional pages from these manuals and create the interactive experience in the online format. I think w one thing that people don't understand is really what is a, a quality online course, because that's what we're building is a true quality online course, and those are interactive and there are different components. It's not like taking a snapshot of a page and dumping it into what looks like a website and calling it online learning. There are some people that do that, but that is not what it is. Mm -hmm. um, so I brought on a course designer, uh, Virginia, Gregoire, who has worked with me in the past and I knew would be a perfect person for this role, uh, to come in and take that two-dimensional two content, look at what the true learning objectives are, tie them to core competencies and assessment pieces, and then build out the best uh, course content to include 
interactive experiences, uh, flip cards, uh, short answer, drag and drops, uh, a variety of different tools that we have at our disposal. Some uh, had to purchase uh, some, some software, uh, but we, we did that because we wanted to do this right. And the idea is for people, no matter what profession or what industry, uh, there's got to be an accountability piece and, and some buy-in from the learner. And when you have interactive content, that is when you uh, invoke that from the you know from the learner themselves, and, it, and it's a great motivator and it's an engagement tool. That if you don't have that, your content's going to fall flat and the learning's not going to stick. Yeah, and forgive me for asking because I don't know about the uh, like the education industry as a whole. Are we taking inspiration from other trades or like schools or colleges? Because I know the platform we're using is Brightspace, and that's also used by uh, Southern New Hampshire University, right? So it's used by them. So we take a lot of do we take inspiration from them, or is this all from you in Virginia? I think that we take inspiration from everything that's around us. Uh, our our vendor, D2L, Desire to Learn, who uh, they develop Brightspace. Um, they, they've got some, some great staff members. I personally have been in this space for 20 years, and I've watched everything not only grow around me, but I've had to adapt. When I first started, uh, PowerPoint was barely a thing. Um, I would be in front of classes with flip charts and colored markers, um, scented, of course, Mr. Sketch, got to have those. Uh, and and that I've just kind of grown with with the world around me. And I went from drawing inspiration uh, from others to becoming one of those players in the space where people came to me for inspiration. So I've, I felt really comfortable coming in. Uh, given what I was inheriting and, and what the desired outcome was, I, I had real clarity as to how to get this done uh, and really knew uh, what we needed what we needed for resources to be able to get there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, looking at it from the parts that I can see, there's a lot. There's a lot of work that you guys did having to gather the videos, the the content to make it, to push it over, and just kind of, you, you and your team have put a lot of effort into it, and I think you guys did a fantastic job, and are doing a fantastic job, and will continue to do a fantastic job. With with that being said, I think we still have a couple, I don't want to say holdouts in the tree care industry, <laughs> but I think, and we've had this problem here at TSA, it's really easy to get stuck in habits because they're familiar what would you want to say to people who are still kind of holding out, thinking that this online learning thing may not be for them because they're so used to doing the, the paper book format? Well, I think that the first thing that comes to mind is you're going to be selling yourself and your, your employees, you're going to be selling short. Um, the reason that you provide training is because you care about your employees. You want them to do quality work safely and you want the customer to be satisfied, right? Um, if we are stuck in the two-dimensional pages of, of a book, uh, what you're doing is you're taking away the opportunity for them to see uh, the skills videos, uh, the um, all, all of the other uh, tools that we have built into this electronic platform. Um, it, it would be a shame, it would be like somebody buying a brand new car 
um, over here, and then someone's saying, I don't know, I'm still going to ride a bicycle, even though that you can buy a, you know, a, a car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why, why do you keep buying bikes for, for your, your staff when your competitors are all driving cars or trucks, right? Yeah. Makes really no sense, but, you know. You no, know what I mean. it does. It makes plenty of sense. And, and two, I think one point you are kind of underselling is the accessibility to all team members. Um, they're not just written anymore. You guys have the audio playback features, you have videos. So even if somebody's not a strong reader, a confident reader, or even just like we try to do with all a lot of our other programs, the adult learning style is different than the one that you've grown up with. Um, I think you guys have made it really accessible as part of the way that anybody on the crew can begin to access content and that's even going to be expanding out soon to to Spanish-speaking crew members, right? Right. You made a great point about the accessibility piece. Uh, all of this content is available on any device facing the Internet at any time. So whether it's phone, tablet, laptop, whatever you've got faces the Internet, you're good to go. Uh, it's great for downtime if um, you're using a phone uh, or tablet. We do have, uh, Brightspace does have an app. Uh, called Pulse, a free app where uh, all of our content is optimized in that format. So you can take that on the go. And like you said, for those that struggle with, with reading or don't have the time to read something and maybe driving back and you know forth can listen to the, to the audio like it was an audio book. So we, we do have many features, like you mentioned, uh, that speak to the different types of learning styles. Uh, and make it extremely accessible. But yeah, one of the things that um, we really have on our radar here is how do we spin this up quickly for Spanish speakers? We've done the uh, translation of the content in the written format, so that's already been tackled, uh, but rather than just trying to produce books in in that way, we wanna be able to provide our Spanish speakers with with the same high quality online content that has all the bells and whistles for learning uh, as as the English counterpart. So to that end, uh, I did ask and got board approval to hire uh, a course developer who is bilingual to be able to take the content that we have currently and adapt that and translate that. Translate it sells it short. Translate and adapt that content for a Spanish-speaking uh, learner. Yeah, and that's going to be a huge deal. I mean translation like you said it's you can paste into google translate and it'll probably be inaccurate by the time it makes it out so this person is going to be having to understand the content and then rephrasing it in ways that make sense that maybe not didn't translate over so just for my own curiosity is it a difficult process trying to hire a spanish-speaking course designer in new hampshire it's it seems like it's going to be a difficult search how how do you manage that process because we don't speak Spanish either, so how do we know what they're doing is correct? Great question, it's a great point. Uh, it's, it's going to be, it's already proven to be extremely difficult to find a, a, a match, uh, especially in the geographic location that we are in here in Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, fortunately, the work can be done from anywhere. Uh, ideally, we would like someone that could, you know, be present in the office and experience our culture that way. Uh, but we might need to consider something 
more remote access. Um, we've already posted the position. I already have uh, applicants coming in. Um, not one has been from uh, the Northeast, and we've had a handful uh, from other countries and continents as well. So I, I think that the search is going to be difficult. How do we check to make sure that what they're doing is, is of quality? Um, we have a translation service uh, that we use for the, uh, for the written content that we, we could tap into them as a resource to do some checking. Ideally, we would have an opportunity to take this position and uh, have more than one person in, involved. Um, we might uh, look for an opportunity, perhaps on the uh, industry expertise side, to bring somebody on who is a Spanish speaker. That would be the perfect kind of matchup: is that course designer and then an expert uh, in in the actual industry, being able to kind of talk through some of those things, such as the phrasing of. I remember when I first started here, there was a lot of talk about a translation that happened something to do with a crane and the boom of the, the crane got translated into boom like an explosion uh, in Spanish just to make sure that that we're getting it right so that's that's really what I'm hoping for is is that specific mix but where that person is I don't know but if you're out there come find me no I, th I think it's really important to know too that this is I think the first time in TCIA's history that we're going to be having um, the Spanish-speaking person on staff. I don't know. I'll cut this out if I'm totally incorrect about it, but I don't think we had anybody who was a de designated staff person to be a translator and be our on-site specialist. So this is this is a really big deal for us and for us moving forward. And you know, to bring it back to the online portion of things, um, you brought up the fact that it can be done from a phone, a tablet, a laptop. All that kind of stuff what what if any is there any differences in using your phone your laptop uh, tablet can I still go online and take the test because I've played around on the the learning side of it like looking at the videos you guys have put in going through the readers but I've never tested on that side can I still do all the testing from my phone if that popped up absolutely Yep, 100% access from any of those devices that you named. Okay, so that's really good to know, I think. I, I mean, it's, it's it, for me, it, it, it's a no-brainer. It's, it's a game-changer. Rather than trying to find a bubble sheet and a number two pencil, if you will, to fill this out, mail it in, get a response saying, oh, you need to do a retest. They have to mail back another sheet. That sheet has to be filled out. Come back. The process by the time that you actually earn your your certificate you probably forgotten the title of this of, of the course right so this online experience gives instant feedback for for testing as well so you, you take the take the test right there online you don't pass you say okay well you know what? i want to review x y or z chapters you go quickly do that and test again immediately or if you were like off by one and you're like you know what there's two questions that i was you know, going back and forth on answers. I want to retest right now and just switch those two answers. Do it, and you get your results right right then and there. Certificate is issued right within Brightspace, downloadable, printed out. You're you're good to go. 
I know that the industry, a lot for EHAP in particular, a lot mm -hmm. of uh, companies needed that proof of the EHAP certificate as they were going out for bids. And we had a lot of frantic requests saying, hey, can you speed up the testing? correction and you know get these certificates we really need this 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 takes care of all of that it puts the power back uh you know the control back right with the, with the employee and with the employer the employer says okay this is a top priority we need to take out a production for a, a, this day or a half a day or whatever get this done because we need this certificate uh, then they have the power and the ability to do that so what we're doing is we're creating the opportunities for the industry that we just didn't have before. Yeah. In as you were talking about the company, you guys are also working on a company portal too, like specifically for companies who want to be able to do this all for the employees themselves. They can brand it as their own, but they use all of TCA's products, right? That's how that's gonna be working. I don't yeah. I don't know how the specifics are, but I, I can give you a, a bird's eye view of that. Really, we have our learning management system called Brightspace, and we manage everything through that. Uh, so right now, uh, somebody goes to our store, purchases a product, that creates an enrollment in Brightspace, and everything happens in that platform. Well, there are going to be companies that would like to have their own learning management system. Some of the bigger companies already have their own learning management systems. But how do they connect with our content? What we're doing is we're providing companies the opportunity. If you have your own LMS, we have the ability to connect with almost all of the LMSs out there. And so we can publish our content still in our environment, behaving the way that it should in its native environment, but going directly through and reporting back to the LMS of, of that company. So that's one scenario for those that you know, gone out and they have their own LMS. We also can offer companies a child portal. So this is an, so this is off of our parent level portal of Brightspace where we give them a branded instance for them to be able to have for their employees. So we're giving them not only our content as part of a course library that they can buy into, but we're also giving them access to their part of the the system. So they're gonna they're gonna have earmarked a a part where they can have full view of who's enrolled in what, how far each person has gone in what course, the scores. Uh, of the exams and the awards earned. And within that environment, they can also have uh, reminders set for um, renewals or recertifications or whatever the program would require, uh, full reportability out for OSHA or any other requirements. Uh, they would have it all just for themselves. But then there's still gonna be some that just don't want that they just need a couple of courses here and there there might be a small mom and pop company handful of employees uh, with low turnover maybe so they just don't want to buy the products through our store so yeah well we still have the store and then you come into our learning management system and participate in the tci branded um, store uh, that, that we're offering so we really are creating and accessibility for every single type of company out there, uh, which is really exciting. And I think that uh, the industry um, 
it's funny. Some companies have, have, have taken some tremendous steps into developing their own training stuff and environments and trying to do this. And I think, you know, what I've heard, not what I think, but what I've heard is many companies are relieved that TCIA is now stepping up their game to jump into that space where we probably should have been before now, yeah. but, but but we're making the quick strides to, to get there because we have the right people in the right seats to be able to do that today. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. And moving forward, what is your hope for the next one, two, three years? What are you looking to see? I know we have um, internally, you talk to us all the time about here are the list of courses I'm pushing to do and to be done. What, what kind of things do you want to share that you're doing for the future? We have an aggressive commitment to the online development of, of all of the Tree Care Academy courses. They're being not only rebranded, but redesigned to be um, in line with what we call a career pathway. So we're, we're reimagining the way that we're, we're actually executing the Tree Care Academy, and it's going to be more so in line for companies to be able to bring somebody in off the street to take them through the ground ops series, through a training specialist series, through a tree care specialist series, through a tree climber series as they develop. So basically we're creating this career pathway for people to grow within the industry to actually establish a career and have the educational components spelled out in a way that matches the appropriate progression in the industry. So we're really committed on uh, starting from the, the bottom so people can grow with us and, and just really pushing the envelope of development of, of time. So that's, that's really at the forefront um, of our focus right now. Um, the other thing that is huge is we are in the process of looking at developing, not looking at, we're in the process of developing a um, trainer qualification certificate. So this is a program that will take the place of our TCIA approved instructor list that sits on our website that is really just a referral service. Um, I'm with my team putting together a comprehensive train the trainer kind of program, um, not just specifically to teach trainers how to be trainers. There's that as a component because I think that that needs to be reinforced. Uh, and for some developed, but most importantly, from my perspective, it's about teaching the trainers how to lever leverage the online content with the workshops, the physical in-person workshops that they're gonna continue to do. Because like I said at the onset, it's more holistic. You need not only the training component, whether it be in a book or online, you need to have that hands-on experience. And that typically will come from a training workshop where people have the opportunity to practice and do demonstrations and learn from demonstrations and get feedback from the certified trainer um, or from a mentor uh, on the job. That's where uh, most of your education in the work life really happens is on the job training, right? About 70%. Yeah. So really what I want to develop is a comprehensive training program for those trainers to be able to use Brightspace, use that content and infuse it into what they would develop as their own training workshop. Historically, 
and, and this was just because this was all that was available, trainers would take TCIA manuals and build a little training workshop around that. Uh, and everybody in, in attendance would get the training manual and, hey, you do the test or we'll do the test together at the end, whatever the format might be. Uh, but they're hired in by a company to train those workers on said topic. Um, that's, that's not the best way to do it. And so with the idea of having the online content as, as this prerequisite, if you will, before going into the workshop, the trainers will be trained in the, the learning uh, management system to be able to go in and say, okay, I'm going to be doing a workshop for X tree company over here in two months. I'm going to, they're going to get access to the online content for that workshop. And the expectation is that they're going to go through the content and go through the testing for for that whole course or whatever's prescribed by the instructor and the instructor will have the information that he or she needs going into the course to be the most effective because he's going to or she's going to look at the grades and the performance of the class prior to going into the workshop to see where the real focus needs to be where the gaps are and what people are not getting and that is going to be invaluable so that's going to be a, a big component um, of, of this uh, Train the Trainer course. So I'm really excited to roll that out. We will, um, I'll be introducing that, at least the concept of that at Expo in the Trainers Forum. Uh, so if you want more information about that and what, what, what that's going to entail, that's the place to be. Yeah, I like that. And I like the concept of you're teaching towards the career. You're not teaching to the test, which is kind right. of the, the old school mentality. At least that's what it was when I was going to, to school and even in college, you were teaching towards the test. So I think it'll be interesting to see how the new approach works. And just cause we're, we're wrapping up on time a little bit. I want to ask a couple things. One really quickly is we were just talking about how we are going to be getting content for these online programs and your, your online courses and all that stuff going forward. It's a it's a big job and a big ask. If other companies, individuals are interested in submitting materials, are you open to that? Are we what, what's what's that kind of process like? Well, currently we have been creating uh, shoot lists for uh, our core competencies um, and working with uh, local companies uh, to be able to go out and have their have our crew shoot. Uh, video of, of their workers. Uh, I would like to think that we would be able to be in a space to make some calls for some some things moving forward to give other people the opportunity to be a part of our training and to become famous because of our training uh, programs. I, th I think that one of the things that I really like about this industry is the passion that the trainers have and just the the knowledge and the desire to share that knowledge uh, with others is 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 very very high uh, for this particular industry and it's and it's very intoxicating for an educator to to be around you know uh, individuals that that have that intense desire to to teach others and I just want to be the person that 
that hones in the, the skills of our team to be able to give these these hungry trainers exactly what they need to get their message out there and get their names and faces out there as well. So I'm always willing to look at something if somebody wants to submit something, but I, I think that you bring up a great point that I want to consider further as to how we might make a call for um, some of that content, like we do call for presentations for some of our uh, our events. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've all seen the hundreds of YouTube channels from from any of these guys who are doing this same stuff we're already looking for. So, you know, I know it's something that we'll think about and talk about, but it's good to know that if they want to reach out to you, they can. And then just wrapping things up, you know, really appreciate having this conversation, getting the deeper perspective on that. Is there anything that we weren't able to touch or that you want to bring up? I think the only thing that I just want to make a request for is some patience and leniencies. Um, we are in a process of conversion, which is super uncomfortable because we can't magically just say, hey, here's all of this awesome online content. It's all done and ready. It takes time. And we can't take away uh, the old without first developing the new. So like I tell my team all the time, we're half over a fence for quite a period of time here. And we are working feverishly to try to get to where we want to be. Um, but it is a slow process, and I, I think that companies have been great uh, in terms of providing encouragement and feedback, positive feedback, saying, hey, we really love the direction that this is going in. Um, you know, can we learn more about, about this? But really, uh, we're going to get there soon, but it's going to be still uncomfortable for a while, and I just want to acknowledge that that there is no magic anything uh, that can just make that that discomfort go away uh, and you know the the change it's it's a significant change for everyone listening and for you joe i i want you to to fold your arms for a second and just sit with yourself like that for a second now now fold your arms the opposite way it's a very very minor change but it's really uncomfortable right it's very uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> so change change is uncomfortable. And so I just want to acknowledge that I'm aware of that and I'm asking people to change how they've done things for a really long time to embrace something new that might be a little bit more work out of the gate, but I promise it'll be worth it in the end. And once you see the benefits of all of this stuff, uh, I, I'm confident that you'll just be grateful at that point. But uh, until then, bear with us. We're working 